Scooby Gang, Scooby Gang, episode four. Welcome to the podcast. As always, I'm Lee. And this is TJ here. How is everyone? Hope all you guys are keeping well. Let's kick off episode four. Let's uh, hit it off with uh, how, what we did on this week, huh? Yeah, headed to Ahmed. Beautiful place. Oh, man. Really beautiful, right? Yeah, it's a completely different vibe than uh, Changu. Like, the drive is super beautiful. Like, going from here to Ahmed. Like, it's three and a half hours, but of course, uh, we drove from nice, beautiful places on the right road side. Three hours on the open road. Yeah. <laughs> going through, right? So, did you find it beautiful to drive through the way to Ahmed? Like, on the on the left side, you can see really nice mountains and uh, the coconut trees and the agricultural land and people are working there and, like, how is it? I love them trips. You put your headphones in, you find a good playlist and you just head off. Obviously, uh, you got to focus on the road that you don't get smacked by a lorry, but <laughs> the road seemed to be a little bit more quiet. You're just driving through jungle and I'm kind of sorry I didn't set up the GoPro on my helmet. Yeah, but I was I was expecting because I, I'm the one leading you, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 because my phone stopped working. Yeah. The credit on my phone stopped working, so I was like, oh, yeah. here we go again. Got to follow the boys, which makes it that little bit more awkward. Because if you do lose somebody, yeah. you're, you're screwed. And we did lose the other, other three people, right? Yeah, because yeah. halfway, so there's the, uh, we wanted to go through the mainland. Yeah, so there is two ways, right? One through, you go by hills to the north side, or you go by the ocean side. Yeah. And uh, so we went through the hillside, and we came back by ocean side. So what do you like, the ocean side or like? Definitely through the jungle. Yeah, right. Because I mean, the ocean is the ocean. Yeah. It just goes on for three hours. But and we see it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're supposed to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, through the jungle for sure. Yeah. Especially because uh, when you're going when you're going up through the mountains and stuff, you get the fog and you get different sort of temperatures when you're traveling. And yeah, it's great. It's the little great, villages right? in the mountains too. Yeah. The smells of the food when you're driving past. Shit, man. And you had to stop at one place where there is a big ceremony going on and they, they're carrying some kind of uh, idol. Yeah, you remember, right? That was a traditional ceremony. I think it was for uh, cremation. I think they call it. I don't know. It I saw they rolling. I saw they they hold up the idol like eight people or something, and they rolled around three times, and they went straight through. And yeah, I we was had, like, Ooh. yeah, we had, we had to overtake them. <laughs> and dude, the looks the looks you got on your bike. Ah, uh, I I mean, one guy was like trying to throw something at me. I was like, no, he's not going to throw anything. Yeah, at he, me. he wasn't He wasn't too pleased. That's when we passed the, the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what do you do? It's a light I mean, bike. I can't do anything about my bike being louder, right? I'm not making sound. The bike, bike is the one making sound. Does but it, you can imagine, right? So if in Changu, people driving louder bikes is like normal, right? But if you go into Ahmed North Side, like, which is like, they don't see too many tourists. And you see a louder bike going through and like people get pissed off for sure. It's a completely different side to Bali yeah. than Chengu. Yeah. I have to say it's much more my vibe. Yeah. Kick off your shoes, walk around barefoot. Did it's you? a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to because I had that little minor uh, accident. Then. Minor accident, yeah. <laughs> so how did we find the place? Aside from Google Maps, you mean like, did we enjoy it? No, how did we find the place like? Uh, how oh, did you find to, a place to stay? To stay. Yeah, yeah we, we headed offline. There was four of us that headed off. Yeah. Four of the original Scooby gang. Yeah. Headed off to Ahmed and 
no place to stay. We were like, ah, we'll find someone when we get there. <clears throat> Split up as a group, two and two. Me and Jay headed up to the mountains and it was very difficult to find somewhere with four, four rooms, four single rooms. And thank you, TJ. <laughs> you yeah, I was expecting the thank you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this motherfucker's been waiting a week for this thank you. <laughs> there you go, you're happy I've done it on air. Yeah, yeah. Everybody here, thank you. <laughs> Me being a four-year-old baby, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so how did you actually find it? No, me and Charlie, I had a coffee and Charlie was just sitting there. I'm like, Charlie, let's go. And uh, we went down and there was there was the only uh, place we saw there's a restaurant and it, people sitting on the beach from there. And we saw a uh, guest house pointing very next to the um, that beach restaurant. So we were like, uh, we asked the guy, Charlie asked the guy like, uh, oh, where is this guest house? He's like, go behind go to the beach and walk from there right so we we went to the we parked our bikes there and we went to the beach and we started walking uh to the left side on the beach and um there is like some guest houses very like you, you can i first thought is like oh what's wrong with this place nobody's here can we stay here right so we walked past like a couple of places and we went to, into a guest house where it has sw swimming pool so Charlie asked him, how much is it? He said like 500K. I'm like, if it's 500K, I can stay in Changu. Why would I come here, right? Mm -hmm. so, I'm like 250. And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, I'll walk to another guest house then. So we walked and there was there, there is a guy sitting out of uh, Komang's guest house. Um, it's Putra guest house. It's named Putra guest house. So there is a guy sitting there who is Komang's husband and he's like um yeah yo you guys looking for a room i was like yeah we're looking for four rooms uh for three nights right and he's like yeah we have we have uh rooms and i was confused like why there is so many empty places it might be not a good place right and then we go and look and uh, i asked her i asked komang how much is it and she's like 250 i'm like 250 huh <laughs> you're on my spot deal you're talking, now you're talking no. my language I'm still like 200 <laughs> uh, she's like okay uh, she's like boss is okayed it so boss means his, her husband yeah. <laughs> okayed it okay thank you then we have to figure out how to contact with you yeah because my phone is still broken yeah yours and uh, Jay's also yeah so then like Komang actually tried to call from their landline to you and we don't have yours Indonesian phone numbers and uh, Jay has German number you have Ireland number but your sim's not working right no so then as soon as the command side it's Germany number we can call right so then I'm like uh, Charlie's like okay let them call call us instead of we're trying to figure out how to call them because eventually guys will end up calling us right so we had no idea you used to find the place and we had checked up the mountains and we we're like, fuck, man, will we just go back to the guest house we had originally looked at that only had three rooms and then, oh, it was a mess. So we stopped at the phone shop and I was like, right, I'm going to get my SIM card sorted. Then at least we can continue looking because it's getting dark now at this stage. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, what, six seven? Yeah. So get the SIM card sorted and a WhatsApp comes through. Oh, yo, we found a place. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so we arrived there and four separate rooms. 200k a night which is yeah. what the equivalent of about 1350 euros pretty yeah. much yeah yeah so the same in dollars 
and check into the room. Double bed. Yeah. There's a bath in 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 the room. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's literally what. Then you remember the bath bombs, huh? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll get these rose petals out again for myself. <laughs> But it's like what you open your door and 15 meters less. Yeah. To the ocean. Yeah. And even when you're inside your room, the air condition's going or whatever, you can still hear the ocean waves. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, this is way more vi my vibe than <laughs> going down the road in Changu. <laughs> it's like, yeah, much. This is much much nicer. That includes breakfast as well. Oh yeah. Banana, Banana pancakes. pancakes. By the ocean. <laughs> it's it's a phenomenal place. We we spent most of the time sitting on that like little restaurant and watching beach, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they like the people that are there, like majority of people in Bali, they're so chill there. They yeah. want to know about you, yeah. and they're excited to know about you, yeah. just as equally as you are excited to know about them. Yeah. You ask them where to go, they tell you the little shortcuts to get there, and yeah. avoid this, and don't go here, go there. It's brilliant. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, did you take a bath or no? No. No. So I had said, "Ah, oh, I'm too tired. I'll do it tomorrow." And then come back and say, like, "Oh, Lee, you need to move, Lee. You have to move." And I was like, "Oh, fuck! I'm not even going to get to have a bath." But lucky, who yeah. cares? Worst things could happen, right? Yeah. So, what did we do in Ahmed? In Ahmed? Yeah. Well, I suppose the reason we went to Ahmed was because Jay was going to do his free diving course. Yeah, yeah. We just pretty much tagged along. Yeah. So like, oh, we'll go on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went. We floated around the beach for a while. We'd done a couple of trips around beaches and lagoons and stuff like that, or yeah. bays, maybe not lagoons, bays. Um, we've done some yoga. Um, shout out to Matilda. Yeah. Who gave us free yoga class? Yeah. This is a girl that was it. that was staying at the uh, at the guest house, and we just got talking to her at breakfast. Turns out she's a yoga teacher, a, a Reiki healer, and just a genuine, cool and really, really good person. So she had said she would give us a yoga. She had lo already located a place, which Blue the yoga Origin. studio is like Blue what? Origin. It's called Blue Origin. Blue, Blue Ocean. Origin. Oh, Blue Origin. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I didn't really. Yeah. We went for the lunch attention. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the yoga. The backdrop is like the mountain, yeah, Mantagoon. I mean, oh, it's man. no matter how many photos that we put up on Scoopy Gang uh, Instagram or even our own personal Instagrams, it'll never truly paint the picture of what what you what really is, see. What yeah. phenomenal! And imagine, I, imagine doing yoga, watching that view, man, all yeah. your life. And imagine the yeah. three of us actually done the yoga without messing. Yeah, <laughs> we actually were focused and <laughs> give it a good crack. It was yeah. brilliant. We also done the Lahangan uh, suite, Sweet, yeah. which I suppose a lot of people may have seen this on on Instagram. It's a fairly Instagrammable place. It's, yeah, it's pretty much like a perch that you can sit on, and then there's a few different like viewpoints. So it, I think it only has one viewpoint, but the other side is like more like uh, two mountains and a village in between. But this is like you can see Mount Agung, and it every day the sun goes down. Behind Mount Agung, so you can always see the sunset from there. Mount Agung is the biggest uh, volcano mountain in Bali. Is that true? I think it is, but I'm not sure the numbers. But I think it is uh, the biggest mountain or volcano in yeah. Bali. Yeah. They're, they're they're very sacred over here. Mountains. I yeah, think. mountains are really sacred because I think they believe in like gods live on the islands, like the mountains. Mm -hmm. So. They always like keep themselves 
below gods right so that's what i'm thinking i'm not really sure but uh so how is the drive it's what about a half an hour 35 minutes from uh, from ahmed yeah the drive is i mean you're going up a mountain yeah so it's pretty pretty steep we were going for sunset sunset yeah so we left at about i don't know 5:30 to get there for sunset and we were pretty much told to park at the the car park <laughs> <laughs> and walk the 800 meter ascent which is imagine a dirt road that has been like completely washed out with rain yeah there was like crevices huge rocks and obviously it's now dried out with the sun so it's very dusty it's pretty slippery and it's probably well we can confirm it's not something you take a uh, two bikes one scooter and one noisy Kamazaki bike <laughs> but of course <laughs> we didn't <Yeah>. listen <laughs> as crazy as we always and we just <laughs> fucking head down and dogged it up the hill we didn't do, did you give it a thought for a single second uh the only thought i had was it's going to be getting dark when we're coming down here yeah. and it's like oh fuck yeah the when um, i had a gut feeling when 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 we going up to the hill like it's on a dirt road right so as soon as i turned into dirt road my bike started like uh sliding like i can see rocks behind hitting off from the bike uh, i was like oh yeah whatever i mean i can handle this right so that's what yeah, i did i was behind you and i was like oh i'm going to give this guy a wide berth cuz when these rocks come back that's my teeth gone <laughs> i was like right off you go <laughs> so we go up really had a beautiful view i was sitting there and like i can't like there is no explanation you can't explain as many times you can it's really beautiful you said you, i if i if i get a chance i can live there i would live there all my life and when we got to the top yeah we we were uh, unaware that Ahmed didn't really live ATMs so yeah. obviously you pay your entrance because places like this have to be maintained so we get to the top and it's what like 60 60k or something like that to get it's in it's 30k each so 60k So quick maths. Yeah, I don't have anything on my wallet. Yeah. And I had a total of I think 47. 40, yeah, 40 something K. And we pretty much just said to the guy, I say, "Hey okay, man, this is pretty much all the money that we have." Yeah. We've tried every ATM in Ahmed, they're either out of money or they're not working. And he just kind of smiled and he was like, "No problem. Two water bottles. Two bottles of water and off you go." Yeah. So Yeah, talking the sunset we were kind of a bit conscious of heading down the hill. So we were like, right, we'll head off before it gets before it gets dark. But so. can you explain me how how are you feeling? What was like it's so beautiful, right? It is you can't imagine like even painting a picture. I mean, what I'm trying to sound too much of a of a of a hippie, but I was just a I suppose you probably said just at peace. Yeah, really, right? It was right? just completely relaxed. Now there was a few people there. It was not as busy as I as I thought it would be. but just sitting there and it's like you didn't even need to have conversation with anybody it was just you just looked around and you were like do you know what yeah just aside from all the stresses of uh, of life and day to day it's like this is what it's all about just chill out relax take it in and and, yeah. and enjoy it like it's impossible not to sit there and have a smile on your face <laughs> it's most and and i i don't know some of the like most of the people taking pictures i'm like sit there and have peaceful mind for 2 minutes and i was listening to the temple from the other side and it's like like i don't know like uh, what is the temple sounds and with that view it's like so peaceful and beautiful i took a couple of shots with the drone because i said it's a waste not to yeah 
Um, but it was kind of right, get a couple of uh, get a couple of shots, pack it away, and just sit back and yeah. relax and enjoy it. We drank a bottle of water, and <laughs> yeah, it was just really, really nice, really, really peaceful. It's like even thinking about it right now, like my mind gets so peaceful about yeah. that view. And then the fact that you know you're going back down to see your mates. You're going to chill by the ocean. You're going to have some nice dinner. You're going to talk to the local people. You're going to tell them and they're going to be happy yeah. to hear that you had such a good experience on their doorstep. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it gives you an extra little push, right? An extra little hit of life. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. <laughs> so going down, we had a thrilling experience, huh? Yeah, we could say that. <laughs> now, bear in mind, your bike, just for nobody, for everybody that maybe doesn't know, your bike is a manual bike. Yeah. So mine is an automatic scooter. Yeah. So you only really have a, you have a foot brake and a, and, a, and a front brake. I have a foot brake, which is back brake. Mm -hmm. And I have a front brake, which is on the right side of the vehicle. And that's a front brake. And you have a clutch and you have a gear on the left side. So I suppose my advantage is the fact that I can put both my feet down if I need to. Yeah. And I've got my back brake in my left hand. And I've got my front brake in my right hand. Yeah. Whereas you're kind of you're kind of fucked. I can't. You put your feet I, down. You don't have a back brake. I uh, the, yeah. If my both feet is down, I can I don't have a back brake. I always have my foot has to be on the uh, right side and the left brake uh, back brake. But the front brake, by I know there there has been problems with with the bike with the front brake. Um, so going down, as Jay said, use the engine brake, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be so happy you said that. <laughs> Um, so it was very steep. As we said, the road is like dusty and uh, rocky and up like downhill. So going down, I mean, for a few seconds, I had that like no confidence. Like when you get like, oh, you're going to make a mistake. Then I like thinking in my head, like, should I use the front brake or back brake? Because I know front brake is not good enough. I hold the clutch going down. And you know the hill, right? It almost almost has always the speed to let the bike down so fast. Even when you're walking down, you had to brake yourself to walk slowly. I use the front brake. I don't want to use the back brake. I should have used back brake, but I used the front brake, and it's on the rock. My front front tire was on the rock, so bike slid on the rock. Hopefully, I'm like you know human body, right? When it's subconsciously when you're trying to fall down on like. Without you controlling it, it takes over and like makes you not fall, right? So As in to like protect. Protect, yeah, yeah, yeah protect yeah. you from getting injuries, right? So then like I landed on my both hands on the side of the bike and I spread my legs so that bike will be in the middle of me. So I will be not falling down anywhere and hitting my head or like scratching myself. Because you're um, not wearing a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? <laughs> oh, wait, well, I, thought, uh, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was uh, you in question here, right? You're trying me. <laughs> so, yeah, we both not wearing helmet, which you should. Um, so, sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't fall down. The bike fell down. Steering bar bent, and there was a guy walking next to me, and he's trying to help me. Right. <laughs> the funny thing is, so. The throttle is still bike is still running and the petrol is going through the tank because it's fell down and like petrol going through and he's trying to help me. And I was holding the bike normally, like to the side. He was holding the throttle 
and he's like don't don't throttle don't throttle i'm like you're the one who's throttling dude <laughs> yeah i seen it i seen it all from behind yeah and i do you obviously have good reactions from uh from driving a bike maybe in america but i'd seen it from behind and it's a heavy bike yeah i was like fuck man you could so easily break your leg yeah so the guy comes in goes to help you and all he goes <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck! This is just. If you and let that go, bike it, it goes off the mountain for sure. Oh yeah, because it's a sheer drop. Yeah, yeah. And then I start kind of thinking a little bit, saying, "Fuck! How are we going to get down here?" Yeah. Both of us still have to get down. Yeah. This bike has to get down somewhere because yeah. we. Okay, go it's home. not safe to get down on that bike. No. No, it's basically the bike is not good for the dirt road. It's not a dirt bike. It's it's uh off not off road bike. It's like road bike, right? We should just listen to the people yeah. and walked it. But anyhow, <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna for my in my head like I don't want to take any more risk. So I'm like telling Lee, Lee, can you go up and get the guy so that they can drive down? I can go uh, with some other guy, right? So you go up and you. Yeah, I turn around, head back up the hill, go to our friend that let us in again for the for the cheaper rate. Shout out to him if he's listening, which I highly yeah. did. I told him, basically told him the scenario. And he said, no problem, no problem. He gets his buddy. He then jumps on a bike. Two of them come down and they swap out with you. And the guy gives you a lift down. Yeah. But I'm going down it and I'm like fucking taking it real easy. This guy is cruising down. I suppose he does it every day, but still. No, I'm actually jumping on the bike. That's how much speed he's going. Like really, like he, he, he was like really fast and they don't... I was like, how do you guys drive like this? Like, like how, I mean, I'm not sure, but maybe it comes by experience. I mean, yeah, I suppose if you're doing it every day, you know, maybe like where the which, shitty spots are. Yeah, where you can go, the tire can go, where it should not. And we went down and uh, we don't have, we still don't have any money on our pockets, which like if they take you up and take you down, they, they generally charge like 20K, around 20K, and which we don't have any money. And uh, the guy said, like, hey, hey, bro, uh, hey, brother, I don't have any money. Um, he's like, it's okay, brother. It's all cool. And then the we bike was bent, right? And um, I asked him, can you, like, is, this is bent. I don't know how to drive it. And the, the whole family, the whole family came I, and tried to. I think I photos of that. We must uh, put that up so that people can, uh, can know have a look what at happened, it. yeah. So the whole family came down and tried to unbend the steering wheel. And uh, it was so really nice. I mean, you hear about the stories like people trying to help and uh, you lose faith in like, when you live in Western world, you lose some of the faith and you come here, you experience all this and you the faith gets restored like so easily. Yeah, I people. was like so happy and I still like, brother, I don't have money. They're like, it's all total cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when, when somebody goes out of the way, they help you. It's And it's, it's a remote really nice. a remote part of the area. They should not, like, if they don't help you, you're, you're fucked. Oh, completely. Yeah. Because it's, it's not like you're getting a, a taxi from there. Yeah. You're, you're and, completely on your own. And roads are, like, very curvy and very ups and down, like, really steep roads, right? And if, if I had to drive with that handlebar bent, I would be totally fucked. I would be rolling over a hill and uh, saying goodbye to everyone. <laughs> you were lucky that you had jeans on. Yeah. If you had shorts, you, you'd be in a, in a pretty bad shape. 
I don't I know why. Nope. I don't know why I felt like wearing the jeans that day. You know, some of the things like work themselves in, like maybe for helping helping me, like with being having jeans, like nothing scratched on my legs, right? I like one little scratch, but I was fine. No tears. <laughs> 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 maybe at the birth work I'm gonna do on tomorrow. So. Oh yes, you're doing yeah, the birth yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We touched on that last week, actually. So now you're going to be able to experience it for yourself. Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how you, yeah. how you get on. Best of luck with it, by the way. <laughs> Thank you and you. Charlie are going. Me, Charlie, and uh, Kim. So all going, yeah. that's going to be the full Scoopy Gang will have completed the, the breathwork. Yeah. Nice. It'll be, we'll see how the experience will be tomorrow. So tell me about this, right? Um, so I did Reiki, right? Yep. Of course, breathwork and... Reiki. Reiki. Yeah. Mathilda. Again, she, we talked about uh, some of the shit and uh, she's like, let me give you Reiki. Reiki, right? Reiki, yeah. Yeah. What is Reiki? It's like, gives you positive energy, right? Yeah, I had, I had got it done back home and it's, people are like channeling energy in, into your body uh-huh. and it's to, I think it's just to maybe restore energy or to, to give you a little uh, lift and I, I, I don't fully know. It's something that I, I definitely... Um, would like to know more about and maybe uh maybe training who yeah. knows in the future yeah. because i feel it's you well you seem to get a uh, good benefits out of it i don't know i'm 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 happy i'm breathing in breathing out every day almost after that and after that yeah yeah so you feel yeah. you're more focused on your breath than before i think so i think uh i mean it's like going to a doctor you, you don't have any problem and you go to a doctor and doctor says like you don't have any problem then you mind like un- unconsciously it works itself. Kind of placebo kind of. Yeah, placebo yeah. effect maybe. I went, I don't have any nervousness going in. I, I felt like uh, I'll just try this out. It's something boys are saying, like do it. And uh, Mithilda is very much being a good person and helping me give give her energy because it's so much on her to give me a lot of that energy for 20 minutes. And I lay down on bed and like she's like sitting next to my, my head and like trying to give the energy at my head. I was just breathing in, breathing out, focusing on the breath. And after like five minutes, I feel the vibration in my body. Like maybe because of breathing, I, I don't know what goes on behind it. So I was just sitting there and like breathing in, breathing out. And just like first minute I was thinking like uh, the music or I was thinking like some stupid things I was I did that morning. Then after that, slowly I got like focused into the music and I'm like thinking and like, I'm a good person. I love people. I like to help people and blah, blah, blah. And after some point I was laughing. I don't, I don't even know what I was laughing for. And I mean, like you people said, like breath work makes you like, uh, take off all the past or like that struggles you've been through and you let it go off your body. And like you, you start to maybe cry or like you feel it. But me is like, I might feel it tomorrow at breathwork, but uh, at the, uh, at the Reiki, Reiki. So at Reiki, I was like, oh man, it's so beautiful. And my whole body is so vibrating. And uh, after the Reiki, as I told Matilda, I was like, let me give you a hug. Like I, I gave her a hug and like, I really thank you for doing this. And like for like six minutes, I still felt that like my body is so much vibrating. And uh, we made a joke about <laughs> Fingers going crossed, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> 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 but 
my fingers didn't go across <laughs> but i accept that uh, my little pinky f- finger and my index finger on the left hand uh started touch like i i, I didn't i was not doing it i just like they went by themselves and start touching like that and i was like oh this is something i never experienced right so i was thinking to myself like oh this is this is really beautiful i mean people should i mean should do it i mean for experience so if you don't like it if don't do it but mathilda was like you're so receptive and you like you like you can i she felt my vibrations on her hands i don't yeah. know how she got like yeah she said it was like electric uh, like what do you call it like tingling or something yeah like that. yeah yeah she also had to do a session on uh, on my foot oh yeah yeah Oh. Um, I went to <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell the story from my end. <laughs> okay, you want me to tell my side or you go first? I'll go first. Okay. So you you and Mithila were hang, hanging out right to the to far little far from me. Of course, we're just sleeping under the stars. That's what's happening right there. We just had a bean bag. Everybody has a bean bag. We're just laying there and we're watching stars. Like imagine you're right near the sky like you can see every star on the sky it's not like you see stars on the changu or like in different country because there's no light yeah it's it's, it's just so fucking dark and all you see is stars and then you hear ocean sounds that's i mean you 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 guys have to like experience it to know it so i was just laying there and put on my headphones and playing some songs singing you really yeah, don't yeah. forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like no i don't want to tell people i'm singing out loud <laughs> um of course i'm a bad singer singing loudly um i don't know what these people are doing i'm just like watching stars singing loudly and in my head i'm just like happy and then i hear a sound like tok tok <laughs> and I, was, i see lee next to me like bending over <laughs> trying to see what's happening his ankle in my head i was like yo don't is it a, is it a joke or what and he's like he didn't respond to me i was like okay are you okay brother and i'm like um in my head i was thinking okay i hope this is not where it is he didn't i ho- i hope he didn't break his ankle that he needs to go back to ireland so that i'll be alone <laughs> that's what my that's what i was thinking then i was like uh oh. so i see you fall off and you foot got like your ankle got swollen so mm-hmm. that's my side of the story and i was like okay i hope this this is normal this is, he didn't break anything yeah so from my side how it happened was i was going back to the room tj was singing so there's like a small wall that you're walking to go back to the room and because he's singing if i say from the wall hey bro i'm going to i'm i'm going to sleep or whatever he's not going to hear me yeah so as we said it's pitch black all that you can see is stars so i go to jump from the small wall to the beach and basically i i make a complete fuck up of it and i <laughs> jump down and like land on the sand and roll my ankle and i was just like you know that everybody knows that instant pain where it's like yeah. oh shit yeah. and you get that fear where it's like please just please tell it. me that nothing is broken yeah because if something is broken then then we're in the danger zone do we have to go home yeah and i'm like oh fuck he's like yo 
you okay? You joking? <laughs> and I was just like, still in my head, I'm like, is this, please don't be broken. Please don't be fucking broken. <laughs> and I slightly moved my ankle a little bit now. It's very, very sore. And I was like, oh, okay. It's it's hopefully just like sprained or ligaments or something. Yeah. Matilda comes over and she's like, right, take off your shoe. And she starts like doing this recce on my foot. And you can, whether now, whether it was the swelling or whether it was the recce, you could feel this like intense, like heat in your ankle around where it was sore. Yeah. And she then gave me Tiger Balm, which is very similar to like a, a deep heat and put that on, went to sleep. The next day I was like, shit, this is bad. It's really sore. But I moved my ankle around, wiggled my toes. Yes, we're staying in Bali. It's just, <laughs> just going to be badly bruised and hobble around for a while. Got some ibuprofen. Probably should have rested, but I was like, nah, I can't sit in a room. I'm not a type of person that can sit in a room. So we continued on. Actually, that was the day we'd done the yoga. So yeah. I'd done as much as I could yeah. with the yoga. Still a, a brilliant experience. And I love the uh, the meditation, the guided meditation at the end of it. You just become like so relaxed and you can still hear the ocean. Just the ocean and Matilda talking, guiding you, guiding you through it. And then you wake you kind of, well, not wake, but you get up and you just have the views of the ocean. You have the views of Mount Agoon. And it's, it's again, it's a very similar feeling to the top of the mountain. It's, just at peace. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really helpful, like, when you have a good teacher, like, I mean, helping you guide through what you're going through. Like, I mean, Mithilda is, I, I personally can tell, like, she is, like, she can be a good teacher in, in future or now. And um, to guide people, right? So... People who wants to learn yoga or like Reiki, go to Matilda yeah. <laughs> or Lee in future. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, there could be something in the pipeline for that, but um, time will tell. How how so, was the experience like under the stars, like sleeping under the stars? Like so, know. here's the thing, right? The listeners can call bullshit on this if they want. Yeah. But you gotta maybe see this for yourself. You sit out on the beach. As we had said, once, twice, three times, it's pitch black. All you see is stars. Yeah. If you sit there and just focus maybe on one point or you focus around the around the sky, you are guaranteed to see shooting stars. Yeah. Like I How many wishes you made? Oh I made a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only because there was a lot of shooting stars. Yeah. Um it's at every time, no matter how many times you see one, it's like, oh, and you kind of feel like you have one up on, on the next person. It's like, do you see that one? Yeah, like, no. no. It's like, ah, I got to make a wish. And it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. So and you're just chilling out by the boats, the ocean, and it's completely tranquil. So I was I was actually watching stars with uh, Jay next to me. Uh, me and Jay were like watching stars. And um, it was like... We're very nice to each other. You can you can actually see the Milky Way. We're not even kidding. You can actually see the Milky Way on the sky. If you if you guys know what is Milky Way, um, so we're we're just laying there and uh, and Jay's like, let's make some wishes. <laughs> so I was like watching stars and like we're talking bullshit about like he's when he got initiated for a football team and all that shit. And um, I saw a star went through to the left side going through the sky. I was like, I mean, I was like in my head thinking Tesla goes to a million, <laughs> million bucks. <laughs> no, you know but I, no, I didn't make the wish. Okay. It's oh, okay. like in my head, I, did, I didn't make any wish at that point. I was thinking like in, I was thinking logically Tesla goes to a million bucks. Like in my head, 
how can tesla goes to a million bucks if it's a if it's a logical thing it cannot go to a million bucks right so how can god works like in a mysterious way i was asking jay hey jay if i make a tesla goes to a million bucks will it come true because you're making a wish if the wish comes true it should come true right and he's like it might come true maybe you you die in a, in like 100 years and might come through that's what he said, told me like ah that's a right point nice point so there is no actual limit on the wish to come through right no now i'm not going to disclose what my wishes were was all kind of under the similar thing of i hope my family uh, are healthy i hope everything works out in the long run and i hope yeah. Hope good shit happens. <laughs> and then a few little uh, few little sneaky ones uh, that you guys are never, <laughs> few little ones that you guys are never going to hear about because then they won't come true. They're like plus plus. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> and I'm like in my head I, I don't know what to ask for when when like when the like let's say if you really see a god, right? He comes to and he asks you what do you want. For me personally, I don't know what to ask. Like, I just, maybe I just ask, like, I wish I can be happy. That's pretty, that's, I was going to say, I just, to be happy. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want? I mean, you can have all the money in the world, I mean, but it doesn't guarantee you're going to be happy. You, if you can have happiness, right? You can have a, a car or you don't have a car, you just walk on barefoot, it doesn't really matter. No, and I think that's the complete end goal in life, really, isn't it? Just yeah, to be happy. Just to be happy. I mean, yeah, as we said, you can have the... <laughs> the best car in the world, all the money in the bank, but, but you can like, still be lonely, yeah. you can still be unhappy. So Yeah. So tell me about like uh, going back after Ahmed. How did, how did you feel like going back? Uh, I wouldn't say I was un, unhappy to go back to Changu, but I was kind of thinking like, right, maybe it's maybe it's time to, to go and see more places in Bali because yeah. I feel like that's definitely more more the Bali I want to see, the more relaxed and really get in with, involved with the locals and, and have more fun. Yeah. But again, it's, it's a beautiful drive the whole way back home. Yeah. We've done the ocean road on the way back home. Yeah. Because, back, why, why did we do ocean? Because think, my bike is fucked up and yeah. I don't want to take any risk on going on hills. And also, I have a tattoo appointment at two yeah, and we, we started at 10. But we were going down the road. So I ended up going ahead of you yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I, my phone started ringing through the headphones, blah, 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 pulled in. Uh, I got talking to Jay and he said, oh, we're at the mechanic shop. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sweet. Just send me the location. I'll come back. So I'll come back and then met you guys and your bike is in the pit lane again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing to do with the steering this time though, right? No, it's not steering. So I was driving through uh, on the road and uh, you're in front of me. Jay was behind me. You're gone past. So I was taking the car turn and suddenly I can't feel my gear. I'm trying to change gears. If you guys know what is a manual bike, there is gears. Imagine that you have a manual car, you change the gears on the car, right? It's the same thing on the bike. There will be on the left side near, the, near your left foot. So I was trying to change the gear and I don't see it. I don't feel it. I was like, oh, what the fuck happened? And I looked over, it's, it's fall, fall off. But it's still hanging, it fall off. So I stopped and I was like, oh fuck, now what do I, what do, I do, right? And um, Jay was behind me and Jay, was, uh, Jay asked me what happened, uh, the gear, gear fell over. And uh, Jay's like, Jay's pointing at the left direction and I see a mechanic shop. 
right in front of where I stopped. Imagine your fate, man. Like some of the times I can't really explain some of the things how it happens. Like, did you wish for a mechanic shop? If you <laughs> Why would I wish? <laughs> Imagine me making a wish that it'll fuck up my bike, right? <laughs> you should have just laid the wrist and said, "No." So, like, generally, like that happened, right? And I get fixed. And stopping next to like I'm, um, I was thinking in my head, and I was telling Jay, I'm like, look at this. But it's nice because it's in a like it's pretty much in not even in a village. It's just at the side of the road. So yeah, that guy works in a in a hotel too. Yeah, and uh, it was a resort. I don't remember the yeah. what uh, places, and we took photos there too. Yeah, yeah, and he <laughs> he asked me where where I'm from. I was like, I should have told I'm from India, <laughs> and he's like, uh, I'm from USA, and he's like. Bro, I asked him how much, and he's like, hundred k. I'm like, bro, you didn't fix anything, bro. He's like, bro, you're from USA. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> he knows you got money, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. And uh, we gave money, and we, we had a few laughs there. And we gone, we we stopped in the middle to get coffee, and Jay gone past, and Charlie gone. Charlie, I think Charlie came right before, like before everybody. and he was waiting for us to come so we come to changu and uh, we had to shift all our luggage to new guesthouse because our our guesthouse ran out so we had to shift all luggage and which i have so much luggage and you're like this is a princess this ladies and gentlemen <laughs> is a fucking joke <laughs> how many pair nine nine pairs of shoes you brought to bali yeah right so he heads off First tattoo appointment, a bit of me time. Meanwhile, me with the walking around like with a bandy leg, is lugging up suits, fucking suit shirts, like three suitcases, so much fucking shit that a girl had to come out and help us. And she was like, "Is this all your clothes?" I'm like, "None, none of this. <laughs> I've got that small suitcase, a guitar, and a day bag. That's it." Crazy. And do you know how I walk, right? Are and, you, what? And do do I wear all of those? No, I walk barefoot, right? <laughs> we should have car boot sale. We should go to like a little local uh, school or a little local charity and just give them some of the stuff. So yeah, so you don't know the story how I went to tattoo shop, right? No, I I told you and uh, Charlie's gonna because Charlie was driving my scoopy, and I I don't want to drive that bike anymore because I don't want to get late to tattoo appointment if it breaks out breaks down again. So I have another scoopy, so I told Charlie to bring it over, and uh, Charlie comes over, and uh, Charlie Charlie needs to go to his bike to pick his bike, and I will drive my own bike, right? So I got on the bike with Charlie driving, and I got scared. Charlie was, you know, you know Charlie. <laughs> I was like, do I? <laughs> Hey Charlie, can I drive? And he was like, No, trust me, brother. <laughs> I got on the bike and uh, he was he started driving. I was like, Charlie, I think the left back tire is not good. And he's like, No, it's okay. And we drove off some point and like I see a flat tire. I'm like, Imagine my luck that day. I got bike broke down and now my scoopy is flat. And Charlie thought and and he's Charlie's like, Oh, take my bike. 
and Charlie, your bike is fucked up, and he's like, it, it can take you there, right? How? Why is it? Why is it fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're asking me that question, huh? <laughs> Charlie fell over at Woolworth too, <laughs> and the front brake was bent. Oh, it looks like Yuri Geller had it. It's like fucking. It's bent like an S. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, well, thankfully Charlie's okay. Yeah, Thank Charlie's you. okay, and like a couple of bruises, and he's Bru- okay. Few yeah. scratch- scratches and bruises. Um, but. So. I took Charlie's bike and I went to tattoo appointment and I got the tattoo. And uh, man, it was some kind of ride, right? And we forgot about doing snorkeling, man. Yes. Big shout out to TJ. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, brother. So I suppose it's, yeah, your moment. You tell him. You tell him what you've done. So i never been on seawater, right? You go to Ahmed and um, Jay went to diving and Lee's like, we're doing snorkeling. In my head, I thought snorkeling was like going on a boat and you do snorkeling and you just get off the boat and you just look into the water, right? But we, and people are telling me like, oh, you don't be nervous. Uh, first of all, listeners, I don't know how to swim. I never swim, never swimmed. I never learned how to swim. And I never been on ocean water except flying over ocean, right? So in my head, I was like, okay, uh, this is going to be a new journey and uh, let's get over with it. And Lee's like, oh, I'll, I'll take care of your brother. And Charlie was there. And Mathilda, of course, she was there and she, she can swim good too. And she's like, I'll take care of you. And like, um, in my, I'm like, oh man, I have so many people. And I go in the water. I felt like, oh, this is new. Because I drowned like as a kid, like uh, I was like eight years old or nine years old. It was like, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's, that's kind of a funny story, right? Well, well, uh, well your best, your best <laughs> share with me. <laughs> I haven't heard this one. Uh, so, you know, I mean, like we talked on last episode, me being me as a naughty kid. <laughs> I don't know anything about water. I was sitting next to like a little river. It's like uh, maybe six feet or seven feet uh, deep. So I was sitting there, the school bus stopped on the road because some people, uh, there is uh, getting mangoes. There's a mango tree, people are, kids are getting mangoes. And I was just playing in the water, both my feet in and like just shaking my feet. And I don't know how I fell, I fell in the water. And if I remember, the only thing I remember is like, somebody giving, pushing off water out of my like body. So I was, <laughs> I, so the girl who helped me, uh, actually saved me, told me the story is like, uh, I was, my only thing she can see is like hair. She thought it's kind of some kind of uh, uh, sea grass or something. She's tried to take off the water. So she is like big, like really big. Like she can lift me off like, she hold the hair and pull me out like a pineapple. I was gonna say rag doll. She, you know, hold hold the hair of the pineapple and pull pull it out, and <laughs> that was me. And imagine she can just pull off with your hair, and she's that big, right? Mm. And she take <laughs> you out. <laughs> and she laid you on the ground, and she started pushing pushing off the water from your belly. And I was like, <clears throat> and I woke up. I was like. So from then, like, fucking hell. Yeah. Is this why 
maybe you've never gone back to the water or i mean i don't know see subconsciously whenever i go into the water i feel like something suffocating me but i never felt like i do really have fear of water but i always try to i mean i'm 6 feet tall now i mean i can stand in a swimming pool i just generally jump in the pool i don't go under the water whenever i go under the water i'll just come out so quick so going into the sea like which is so deep in my head i was like and i have a life jacket on and i mean you are there of course charlie and mithilda everybody's there and i put my head in i don't like to wear the mask like just whenever i wear the mask i feel like oh i stuck in a queue so i put my head in i take my head out generally like you told me to put the goggles on to watch underneath the water to like to see fish or or anything right so i put my head in i didn't see anything i was like trying to swim you're trying to teach me swimming um and at some point like i felt like i'm stuck because having life jacket on you can't move really like i i mean i'm trying to swim but i can't really move and i'm like lee go jack me to the shore actually sobra mean you got to give you credit it's a lot to contend with and it wasn't a calm area of water no yeah. it wasn't it wasn't tsunami yeah. but it was you're contending with waves you've got a life jacket on obviously it's like it's keeping you afloat so it's pressing on your maybe on your neck a little bit and you're it kind of it's like wearing a huge like puffy jacket and trying to like move your arms it's it's unnatural and yeah no fair play well done yeah thank you brother and uh, i mean i couldn't do it you, if you guys not there i probably not have done it right right it's it's all the motivation like people next to you i mean and me yeah maybe help maybe always. having that reassurance said hey we will not let anything happen to you yeah like i'm not i'm not an incredible swimmer but i can doggy paddle yeah. and do what i need to do i can do basic swimming but yeah no we weren't going to let nothing happen <laughs> but no fair play thank you brother so like so being talking about fears right yep. let's talk about fears okay so what what are your fears two to spring to mind one is uh, i'm sure a lot of people have which is heights and then a the second one is that i uh, that i get a lot in asia which is cockroaches cockroaches this I guy fucking hate them imagine me being a baby in the water this guy is being a baby for cockroaches oh. spiders i don't mind too much unless obviously if they're the size of your fist and have eight legs hanging out of them and they're on your wall i'm still going to give it the jesus christ <laughs> but whatever it is with cockroaches they just look filthy they're disgusting little things and I had to touch your belly belly. <laughs> I'll spare everybody the details, but belly belly is not good. I'm sitting on the toilet and no, I don't want to know so too much details, dude. I'm not going to tell too much details. <laughs> I mean, I'm putting myself on blast here, right? <laughs> and I see this cockroach coming like thundering towards me. I'm like, "No." So I'm trying to now talk to the cockroach. And I'm like, "No, bro, don't." So I pretty much have to jump off, find the spray, and yeah, kill that guy. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm I'm not hanging around with this fella. you talked about being having fears of height right fear of I height mean, yeah. of course i am really scared of heights you did skydiving i did skydiving did. Yeah. so how was your skydiving experience well to to make a long story short how it kicked off was i was in australia one of my friends we were having a few beers and well a good few beers yeah and he had said oh let's do a skydive i've always wanted to do one will you do one and i was like in my head I'm like, oh, fuck i hate heights but we're drinking 
there's a lot of pub talk happened so I was like yeah of course I will giving it Billy big bollocks of course I'll do it yeah thinking he would forget next day he rang oh hey I have a skydive booked for us for next Saturday yeah whatever yeah so off we go and we're I jumped from 14,000 feet with a video the guy has a GoPro video and get to our jumping whatever height and he opens the door and I'm like nah <laughs> no I turned white as a ghost and I pretty much he was like oh let's go mate yeah. and I'm like nah yeah. keep the money I can't go yeah. nah I don't want to go jam my hands jam my feet on the small opening of the plane I'm like nah I can't do this no and he's like you gotta jump because now your mate can't go and then it's kind of like they oh were... I can't let my mate down and he just pretty much grabs my grabs my arms and just flings me out you know they would never take you down bro because hmm? they would never take you down and also you need to get down so that they won't it's a landing zone always like you you jump off the plane because that way you can go where they want you to go so they you had they had to push you did they push you yeah <laughs> no, i mean it was a great experience but would i do it again fuck no not no i wouldn't uh, do it again i've I'll, ticked it and i've done it yeah one thing i will never do either is a bungee jump because uh, i wouldn't no, have done that skydive yeah. unless somebody pushed me yeah so ugh. I tried to jump off a pier into the... My sister will be listening to this, so yeah. she'll, she'll have a good laugh. Yeah. Like a small pier, yeah. maybe, I don't know, five meters. And I must have ran at the pier about 40 times and stopped every single time. I don't know what it is. It's just that, like, ugh, it's the final jump. Uh, it's like five meters I can jump, but uh, I, when it comes to tall for me, it's like maybe like three-story building, four-story building. More than that, I get fear of heights. If it's like small like a small like you know a sandbar you can jump off that thing i can jump off i always want to jump off of that thing <laughs> <laughs> jump off and scare the crowd <laughs> well don't jump you'll end up busting your ankle like me <laughs> so my experience of skydiving is that um i'm a bit of an asshole when like some things comes like my friends did the skydiving and didn't told me so they did the skydiving and i saw them skydiving i was like I was like, you didn't even tell me, right? I'm really scared of heights. At that point, I never done anything of heights. I never been to water, like water park also. I'm scared of that much. So I see them and like, I was like, no, I'm doing this. So I'm like, I test the girl I was dating at that point. Hey, you want to do skydiving? And she's like, yeah. And I booked the tickets three days earlier for skydiving in Columbus, Ohio, which is not good place to do sky i mean which is not beautiful place to do skydiving but it was like 10000 12000 meters i got scared before skydiving in my head i couldn't sleep all i think is like what happens the parachute that doesn't come off and i got to a point before i got into the plane it was like if it doesn't come off it doesn't come off i'm okay with it you know so then i got I think the nervous point for me is like until I got onto the plane. After I got on the plane, there is no coming back from here. Either I go down, I go down, like go, go down, you know? <laughs> like a stone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the girl already did, the girl I was uh, seeing at the time, she already did the skydiving. So she was like, it's fine, it, it, nothing to worry about. And I got on the plane, we go up. And I was the first guy, she's like nest. And she, uh, he's like, one, two, three, and we go. And like, boom. 
and I jumped off. I didn't even feel like I'm like, I'm like that high. I was like, oh man, this is so beautiful. You know the free, the free fall. It's free free fall. It's so beautiful. It's Did like. Did you like that part? Yeah, yeah. It's really mm -hmm. nice. Like, it's only for four four to five seconds, right? Then you the uh, parachute comes up. I didn't like the parachute coming down because I'm like, generally I'm like, uh, what do you call it? The motion motion sickness. So I have like a little bit of motion sickness. And as soon as the parachute comes out, you shake a lot and you move a lot, right? Yeah, man, like I got a little scared at that there, but the girl is like, when I came down, I'm so proud of you, you didn't even puke. Like uh, people generally puke, piss. <laughs> <laughs> I was the opposite. I didn't like the free fall. And the guy was doing tumbles and stuff. And I don't know, I just got... In my head, and I, I know it sounds crazy, but I was like, what happens if this guy gets detached from me? I'm completely gone. Yeah. So when the parachute came down, then that's when I really started enjoying it. Because yeah. I knew, right, okay, we're going to land safe. It's cool. And I really enjoyed it then. He actually let me steer it or, yeah, steer it through the clouds and stuff. But yeah, it was really, really nice. And obviously, beautiful views of uh, coastal Australia. We have to leave it at there, brother. On behalf of everybody at Scoopy Gang, we would like to thank you for your continued listening. If any of the topics that have been raised today relate to you or you feel like there's any topics you would like to be raised, please feel free to head over to the Scoopy Gang Instagram page and slide into our DMs. Thank you, guys. See you next week.